<laughs> Hello, this is Eating After Midnight, a podcast where me and my best friend Sasha reheat movies from our childhoods to see if the leftovers have retained their flavor or leave a bad taste in our mouths. Enjoy! So yeah, um, what's our what's our movie this week, Sasha? Whew. Can we call it a movie? I mean, like, I, it's definitely not a film. Um, I don't, but I'm really not even sure if it if it deserves movie. And it is Joysticks. <laughs> the title alone is a bad taste in my mouth. Everything about this movie is a bad taste in my mouth. Um, this is definitely one of those like USA up all night films films sorry i got to retract it's not, not you have to you have to um, not say film okay well i can't say IMDb film db description ready imdb okay joysticks 1983 yeah. when a top local businessman and his two bumbling nephews try to shut down the town's only arc video arcade arcade employees and patrons fight back God, it almost, is that... that what the film is about is that what it's about <laughs> <laughs> oh lies jesus, jesus so um joysticks is is kind of in the vein of those sex teen comedies that was a big thing in the 1980s the right big- like porkies but this makes porkies look like like dr zhivago exactly exactly and and just so you know um pete was telling me <sighs> He said he thinks that that joysticks is beneath us and that we really shouldn't be doing it. But anyway, <laughs> I I on one hand, did he watch it with you? No, did no. You, is this a shared trauma? Does he know about this now? Okay, no. no um, okay, so I on one hand I agree with Pete, but at the same time I think joysticks is important because it's it's the actual baseline for terrible. Like these are all the things that went wrong in 80s films that we were exposed to as young children. And then, so like this, this would be like the full frontal assault of awful of 80s films. And then other films that we watched are just going to have like hints of this microaggression. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what you mean. Joy- Joysticks is the Vader of bad 80s films. <laughs> and then everything else is just a Stormtrooper minion. Like, this is really <laughs> the fucking worst oh, for it, so many reasons. Oh, my God. The thing is, is that it's going to be really hard to talk about because literally every second has something completely offensive about it. Every single blessed second every frame except for the end credits just because it's over yeah but although <laughs> the soundtrack is horrific so i, I can't we can't even say that that's okay yeah i mean we it, really can't it's a really hard one because it, is this one of those films that is so bad that it's good and i dare say no i don't think it is okay i'm gonna have to say it i actually <gasps> enjoyed watching it because it was so bad I did. Oh, wow. See, I feel like I would watch The Room five times in a row rather than watch Joysticks again. I don't think I ever want to watch it again, but I do want to convince other people to watch it just so we can have the shared trauma. Of- right. It's like when you taste funky yogurt and you're like, is this gross? Taste it. Like, exactly. that's kind of how I, that's the only reason exactly. I would ask someone to watch Joysticks. Nope. You like- summed it up for me. That's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, this is disgusting. Taste that. That's yeah. what joysticks is. All right, let's just jump into yeah. it. So, yeah, like I said, it's the, the the offense begins pretty immediately with the first mm-hmm. um, shot. It's a, a buxom blonde playing video games. And the way you see her is that she's just like bouncing up and down, you know, holding yeah. on to something. I've never seen someone be so happy to play video games. Like she's ecstatic to be playing this game. And her shorts are basically like those little 80s joggery shorts. They're like panties. And this is before it was hip to have booty. And girl straight up has no ass cheek folds. <laughs> nothing. At all. Yeah. Nothing. No, but, There's nothing back there. But the metaphor here is, of Did course- you know? Uh, she's got this, Yeah. She's jerking off she's a jerking dude off. because she's got the joystick and she's just like, yeah, this is the best. Did you notice she's wearing a wedding ring? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's wearing a wedding ring. Well, this this movie you can't yeah. say it's uh it's low budget, but actually this is really important. So yeah, it's low budget, so low budget that that they don't have anybody like checking things like oh the teenager in the first scene has a wedding ring, but it yeah. is got a budget where it actually was able to license like Pac-Man. Like all these videos. Right. Games. And the du- and the actor, the dude, what's his name? I can't remember his name now because I just didn't even bother. Like the dude from Walking Tall. What's his name? The guy who plays the dad. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some actual actors in this thing. No, no. Okay, there's one. There's Joe Don Baker. No, no. There's there's two. Who's that other two, one? Actually. The King Vidiot, who we'll we'll get to in a minute. King Vidiot has been in a bunch of stuff, including Napoleon Dynamite. He was the really? uncle in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's that dude. Yeah, this is how little respect we have for this film. We haven't even bothered like really looking up the actors' names or like what their <laughs> what their filmography is. Is just don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, so we've got the married teenager in panty shorts jerking off a video game while listening to the title track, which is horrifically terrible trick it to the right trick it to the left just trick, trick, trick. i mean like there's just no they were like should we go subtle with this or like no hit the audience with the stinkiest pantufla you can find just make sure that they don't miss the jack off joke it's playing with my joystick wiggle it jerk it to the right and then the and then the the break not the break what is it called when there's like it's outside of the harmony the bridge. I don't know. The bridge? What yeah, are you yeah. talking about? Like, what? It goes, the chorus? Please. What are you talking about? Like, no, okay. The, okay, so the chorus is like, wiggle it, jerk it to the right. But the there's a bridge. Oh God, how do you even? <laughs> the bridge yeah. in the song is like, let me have another quarter. It's really. Oh, yeah. It's kind of brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, it, it, there was a time. I loved video game arcades. And there was a time. Oh, yeah. Before. Um, I realized that they're basically just traps for children, you know, for pedophiles, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, Oh, like that's what they totally are. But at the time I remember growing up, we loved them, but now it's like, how dangerous is it to have like a, a video game arcade with, um, and my, my mother would just leave us there with a bunch of quarters for hours. Those were those were different times. You could do no, a whole the like 80s okay, so was like not a different time. It was like the height. It was of, that was the, no. It was the height, but that was it was only becoming like prevalent, like abductions and shit. Kids on milk cartons that started in the that 80s. started in the eighties. But like people didn't assume necessarily yes. the worst about people then. So I was watching this documentary about um, Back to the Future last night, and. They were talking about how it was it was different times and you could you could get away with this storyline where um, Doc Brown and Marty McFly are just friends because it's never there's no there's no exposition. There's no explanation for why Doc Brown and Marty McFly are friends. You, You assume that perhaps he wandered by and saw this dude's garage door open one day and was like, hey, old man, what are you doing? And they became friends. But otherwise, if you made that film today. They'd be like, is this guy not a family relation? Well, then he's clearly a child yeah. monster. Well, that's the thing. Right? Like, this is when all the bad stuff was happening. We were sending, you know, we were allowed to go to video game arcades for two and a half hours while our mothers went shopping at, you know, May Company. But seriously, now I, now I like, just even seeing an arcade, I'm just like, oh, how many people are in there hunting? I think that's because you're. I think that's because you're a new mom. I think that's because you're a new mom. Because I would never think that looking at an arcade. I would just look at an arcade and like my ski ball fingers would start to twitch, and I'd be like, "Give me a wooden ball." <laughs> no, because I remember the one that ball. we used to go to. Getting all the tickets. We used to go to one at Topanga uh, Plaza Mall, and it was like, it was in the food court, and it was around the corner, and it was super dark in there because they're always dark video game, game arcades are supposed to be dark so you can actually see the screen right. and things like that. So there are right, these like right. darkened rooms that children hang out in for hours on end. Like, how can that not give you the heebie-jeebies? Anyway. <laughs> but let's, Everything's but wrong. Let's get into the plot. Alright, so this nerd 
who's the plot. Name. That's so you're so generous. <laughs> All right. So the, this nerd is driving to work for his first day, singing a song in the car. Yeah. And then two beautiful girls without bras on uh, roll up on him and uh, start talking to him because they need to get a photograph of a nerd, specifically a nerd. Um, yeah, there's a lot of confusing exposition yes. here. There's these two chicks that look like they're clearly in their like late 20s, early 30s, but one of them has clear braces. <laughs> Neither of them have bras, but they're driving a fairly nice convertible. They pull up on this nerd, basically stick their, take their tits out of yes. their shirt and say, come on over and just initiate this bizarre lesbian sex fantasy. Their car is far enough away that he could open the door and get out of the car, but instead he crawls out of the window like a freak. And um, we then discover, yes, they, they go through this whole, we're, we're basically going to fuck you right here in the middle of the open air on this public street in the backseat of our car because we feel like it. But what they're really and he's doing, like, yeah. What they're really doing is right. trying to get a picture of a nerd with his pants down to get into a down sorority. For Right, which then never really comes up again. Well, no. that they are in a sorority or or had any kind of collegiate aspirations never <laughs> comes up again. Like this is the majority of character that we are going to get. No, but out but, of but these two. the picture, the picture does come up again, as in Chekhov. If you show a gun in the first scene, then that gun has to show up at the the end of the film. And this picture, <laughs> just like Chekhov. <laughs> This picture does serve oh. a purpose in the grander scheme of joysticks. Um, oh my Did you goodness. notice her gigantic Polaroid camera? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I totally have a note about that where I was like, was that the first Polaroid cameras? This is what, 1983. Was it the first? Because the ones we had were big enough. So, you know, shit just gets smaller and smaller. So was that the first Polaroid camera? Oh God, it must it, That's exactly the note that I have written it down. It might as well as been was that the first? carved out of stone. It was, it was like huge yeah. and and super old. So um, did you also notice that it, it's like uh, clearly the back streets of Hollywood? Um, you know, that industrial yes, section? That was the best. That was the Yes, that was the best part of the film for me, was that that's what <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, because it kind of gave us like a little eye, you know, like, oh, cool, that's Hollywood. Yeah. I know, that's, it was Lily. Yeah. It was on, I, I caught a, um, a street sign, it's Lillian Way. And I read in the production notes, oh yes, I read the production notes, that, um, believe it or not, Sasha, they shot this scene in a couple of takes because they got no permits whatsoever. Okay, so... Simba. Okay, wait. No. So before, but no, he doesn't call his penis Simba. This is what I love because even though this is some USA up all night sex romp comedy, which is like fashioned after, which is so weird because this is totally fashioned after like Italo comedy porn, right? Like it's that kind of vibe, but nowhere near that level of sophistication or 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 beauty. Okay, but. Because it's the 80s and the United States, he's not calling his dick Simba. He's calling his manhood Simba. Like, that's as far <laughs> as the censors would let them go with actually referring to a penis. It is called his manhood. And I uh -huh. fell apart because they say manhood two or three more times throughout the entire thing because they're not allowed to say penis, dick, dong, or anything else. Oh, my days. But get all your tits out. But get all your tits oh out. Oh, my days. Yeah. All right. So then he makes yeah. it twerks in his boxers. Um, the art, the owner of the arcade is Jeff Bailey. And um, they do this thing. All the women, whenever they talk to him, they're always like, Jeff Bailey, how dare you? Jeff Bailey, will you play video games with us? Like, they always call him by his full name. Like he's their pimp. Like he's their pimp. Sweet. Sweet Ricky, can I take a break? <laughs> Sweet Ricky, is it okay if I eat? Sweet Ricky, what the heck? Seriously, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> but then it makes no sense. But of course, the girls. And they're trying to make this arcade look like it's some kind of Studio 54 situation or Bordello where he's like running shit. Oh, God. It is the. Oh, my and God. The whole vibe of the place. Yeah. There are two wow. Valley girls in it. One of them is Patsy. 
Um, the other one, I forgot her name. It's like Kareen or something, but it's like the worst. Did she have a name? I didn't even register her name because the Valley Girl voice is so thick that it wouldn't like, uh, who made that choice? But like, really, this should be just like the oh most God, of the top guard. Like, I mean, why would you ever do that to me? Uh, uh. Stop it. You know, they all sounded like that. Oh like, what? At some point, it's so bad, she is completely unintelligible. <laughs> Absolutely. This is what I'm saying. Like, not a single female in this movie doesn't matter. They don't need to have a personality. They don't even need to be intelligible. They just need to get their tits out and be stupid. That's all they have to do. Oh, my God. So wrong. So, so you, wrong. Everything's Eugene so wrong. finally shows up. He apologizes for being late. This is pantsless yeah. nerd who could have gone home to get pants. But, of course, how would that drive a story forward if he didn't show up to his first day of work without pants? Um, but, of course, they have his pants, but they have gotten them all wet. So when he puts it on, the girls begin to wipe it off and he pops a boner. Why are they still pawing? Yeah, why are they still pawing on him? It's so, so, so very strange. Wait, wait, wait. Something happens. Yes, I know exactly what happens. I'm going to tell you this. what happens because... It's the moment that killed me in the beginning. He's walking through. Eugene is like edging his way through to get behind the bar. And he passes a black dude and says, excuse me, brother. Excuse me, brother. Now, this is after there are a total of four brown people in the whole film. Okay. All of them are black. Three of them are male. One of them is female. These three dudes prior to Eugene saying, pardon me, brother. They have no names. They have no names. They are first approached by Jeff Bailey in the most like, and they are just like doing the, all of these like stereotypical eighties black dude things. They've all got like, they basically have like matching muscle t-shirts on. There is a boom box and the other, no one's like the other guys just, just bobbing his head, just bobbing his head to the beat. And they're like a break in crew. Right. And then here comes Jeff Bailey, who doesn't address any of them by name, comes, drops in like the white savior and is like, free sodas now here. That's exciting, gentlemen. Something free doesn't happen every day. So not talking to anybody else about free shit, just the black folks. They got no name. And then this fool comes behind the counter and is like, excuse me, brother. What the fuck? And then there's that crazy monk. Hold up a second. There's that crazy that monk. That hasn't happened yet. But yeah, the crazy monk. That hasn't the happened yet? Oh, my God. Before the crazy monk is the, um, the Pac-Man swipe. <laughs> that Pac-Man swipe was the worst thing that's ever happened in, in ever. Yeah, when, oh, my God. I hated that, that thing. So, when, yeah, between scenes, this Pac-Man, budget-ass Pac-Man, across the screen kind of like a thing that would happen wouldn't that happen in charlie's angels that, that kind of swipe and i think that's is that what that well yeah that's right the thing that elevated this film for me personally that's when it was just <laughs> the point where it was like this that's where you understood well, there was a vision there was no, a plan it's just the point where you just realized that this is just a train wreck that you can't pull your eyes away from like for me it was just like that's the moment when the the pac-man swipe which actually happens three times three or four times in the beginning of the film but clearly the the editor got tired by the end of the film and just stopped doing it oh god and then we meet dorfus who's dorfus. disgusting Who's basically the budget, like Jack Black booger character of of this we're, film? We're, right, we're he's a, our booger hero. An orange Hawaiian shirt, popcorn all over the ground, sweating. He's a disgrace. He's a disgrace. He's not fit to play the games. He used to be senior class president. What happened, Dorfus? Games, but kid. Video found games. Games. And now he's like a flatulating. Yeah. Orange Hawaiian shirt wearing, sweaty, disgusting, disgrace. Max. Hey, we. He's really gross, he's, actually. He's pretty, he is really he's gross. Disgusting. Um, then we go to the hot dog and the titty scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hot dog and the titty scene. So, again, female air quotes character, because um, I don't know what else to call well, that. She doesn't actually have a line. You know, she doesn't have a line. All she is. That's it. She's, she's not a character. No, she's just a she's just a tit receptacle. She's a hot dog receptacle with her tits. But like, I like how they've given her the direction to basically do blowjob mouth 
the entire time and just kind of shake back and forth like, yeah, oh, this is just, you know, this is this is a thing that happens sometimes. A hot dog just lands between my tits and then someone's got to like, you know, get it out of there. And I totally just like allow a whole bunch of people to laugh about it while it happens to me because, you know, hypersexualizing me and making me nothing more than an object for people to, you know, make sexual advances towards and gross things to my body without my say so that's fine because it's all in the name of comedy well, and this is the thing it's like why did they um have everybody like everyone in the video game arcade is right there oh that's the other part. certain points of it are kind of shot like a weird sitcom so like when eugene comes in they all jeff and patsy and all of them all get up and walk yep. over yep. to him at some point as though like they're on the set of yeah, a sitcom. Yeah. Like they're in, you know, it's very weird. That part of it was very well, weird. Yeah. You know, then the punk rockers show up. The videos. Yes. yes. Um, who are ostensibly just crazed on video games, which is their whole reason for being. King Vidiot is the male ringleader of this crew, and he is surrounded by a bunch of chicks dressed like Pat Benatar who all pretend to be the inky and blinky ghosts from Pac-Man. They never speak. They only go while they like go around in circles around they were doing. I was like, that's what it is. He's Pac-Man and they're the ghosts. That's the idea. This is the most amazing part for me. This is another (laughs) elevated the whole thing for me because because basically, yeah, he's he's like a punk rocker, right? Even though they've got the brightest uh-huh. punk rock hair that you'll ever see, it's like bright blue and bright yellow. Like it's it's amazing, right. like the Pac Man goes. Oh Jesus, I didn't even see Sasha. You know, symbolism that I missed. Wow, Joseph Rudder comes in, and he's the only actor that maybe would be recognizable. Uh, the guys. The dude yeah. from Walking Tall. John Don Baker is his name. Yeah. He's, um, oh God, then there's another great line. Maybe I liked this film now that I'm <laughs> looking at my notes. <laughs> oh my God. I know you're getting really excited. It's just hilarious. So, so uh, uh, Joseph Rudder shows up with his idiot nephews um, because his daughter, Patsy, is inside and he, and he wants to get Patsy out, right? So he goes in and he's right. like, get, get Patsy. And Patsy says, my em- most embarrassing moment ever by Patsy Rudder. <laughs> is that what she says? Is that what she says? God, because you're a Valley girl. Is that why you could actually decipher no, no, what no, she was saying? Because I was like, what this is did she say? Where I have to remind everyone. Oh, yeah. I subtitles. Subtitles so I can actually under- hear it because my life is so distracting. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, Uncle Joseph or Joseph Rudder is our antagonist. Um, calls the place a garbage dump, makes his daughter leave. Really embarrassing. Um, and then again, it's so it's so funny, Sasha, that we brought up the fact that I watched this film with subtitles because then um, Dorfus does the Dorfus maneuver, which of course is a fart, right? Oh God, our first fart but joke. When I oh watched it, God, the when fart I jokes. It because there mm-hmm. were subtitles, the subtitles said thunderous wet farting. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, oh my God. They think because they could tell it was wet. Jesus Christ. All, all I, I can is like, who had the job to write the subtitles for this movie? Like, who got cursed with that or blessed? Like, who wouldn't just say giant loud fart? They said thunderous wet fart, wet fart. They're like, that's it's a nice. wetty. And you can and tell, it's nasty. That's so gross. Nasty. Ew. Right. Ew. So now we cut to Patsy's Ew. house. And and again, this weird pool scene with her creepy. We find out cousins. Yeah, see, she's wearing this black and white bikini, and it's accessorized perfectly. So yeah, you know there are moments, Sasha, in this film. You need to stop being so judgmental. I don't know. All I could see in that whole scene was how her creepy ass. They're her cousins. 
are looking exactly. at her. That's exactly. That's really like strange. The dudes are gawking at her. It's like every opportunity this film yeah. has to be misogynistic and disgusting. To, to, yeah, and objectify. They just, yeah, they just, and just objectify and they the shit out of women, it. no matter what their age is supposed to be. Go, exactly. Exactly. It's gross. Where we can show tits. Here's a moment where we can totally objectify something. Yeah. Let's do it. So anyway, we immediately cut to somebody putting ketchup on a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> Is that what happens yeah, it's next? It's immediate cut. And it's just it's oh, just the yeah, yeah. and the ketchup. Because again, anything what's grosser than gross? Ketchup on a chocolate chip cookie. Um and then Eugene, like a, the nerd he is, comes on in and says, outside there's a van rocking and shaking in the parking lot. We should call someone. And this serves the plot in zero way. So he sees the van and... and yeah. Just a way to get some, get some exactly. tits and some sex into the film. On the yeah. door, he it's, climbs on yeah. the top to the sunroof. When he looks down, there's a dude in a... Um, a jacuzzi a hot tub a hot tub inside yes. the van parked outside an yes. arcade because that's what you would do if you were the kind of person that had a van with a hot tub in the back and there so he looks yep. in from the top and you hear all these sex noises like they're fucking and then he falls in and the next thing you see is he pops up out of the water the foley is still going as though they're fucking but she's sitting there with her hair perfectly fine and dry, holding a champagne glass upright, <laughs> no motion in the ocean. And you're just like, who, like, how, like, how, who, what, how, who put this film together and didn't just catch any of these things? It was like, this is fine. There were tits. There was sex noises. People will watch. And Pac-Man Slider. Back to the Jeff Bailey. Oh, where he's talking to the two girls who sexually harassed Eugene in the opening scene. And he says, show me the yes. picture, show me the picture. If you show me the picture, we can go play strip video games. You and I have all the same notes, but like, no, he doesn't just say, show me the picture. He says, I would give anything to see my new employee caught <laughs> in the act. <laughs> what? You creepy weirdo. Like, just, yeah, sexual harassment, guys. Grow up and feel like it's totally fine if at your place of work people make fun of you, if people harass you sexually, if people degrade you, because people who are considered maybe cooler or more attractive or in a position of power than you, that's fine, and you should just eat it because, really, it's, it's okay. Like, these are things that are acceptable. Well, they, they work. Yeah, so long as the cool kids are doing it, it's fine. Yes, and then... Then he says, I'll exchange the, the pick and we can go play strip video that you've been dying to play, ladies. And then Gene, Eugene gets a hold of this picture that, of course, he was so embarrassed of. And then after they go off to go and play strip video, he and Dorfman, obviously, in one look between their symbiotic minds, have hatched a plan together. He sets this valuable picture down on the counter and just walks away. <laughs> and then we and then we go to the back room that it lo would look does it look like jeff, jeff lives, lives in the, the arcade, arcade honey <laughs> he lives jeff lives in the arcade here's but the here's rug. the rub he, he doesn't, doesn't play, play the games. games doesn't play the games doesn't get high on his own supply <laughs> so the so the two girls are sitting there with their with their shirts off because they've lost the video games strip video games so both of them don't have a shirt on. And then they start to have a threesome. The no-touch threesome. The no-touch threesome. Because it's the 80s and we have to say manhood. We can't actually touch each other. So it's just the no-touch threesome where it's a bunch of shots of their boobs kind of pressing into them and <laughs> giggling. They don't actually kiss. I don't think they actually kiss. They don't, it's, just, it's just like fingers dragging up arms and boobs yes. pressing into things. doesn't matter what. It could be his side, could be a pillow, could be her own arm. So long as you just see a squishing boob, it's sexy. Somehow, Dorfus and the nerds... The nerds prank the cool guy. They prank him. Yeah. Where they, they put the fire extinguisher into the vents or something. The room fills up with fire extinguisher, you know, toxic foam. 
and the girls run out of the room, of course, without their shirts on, into the arms of Joseph yeah. Rudder, who has come to the arcade to get Patsy yes. again. And they, they snap a picture. Were the nerds trying to prank Jeff? Or in this moment of him saying, give me the picture so we can go play strip poker, was this a three-part <laughs> collusion between them to then prank the girls? But because Jeff thinks this is hilarious, right, to prank the girls and get them outside of the room in their to topless, or did they have the foresight to know that Big Bad Daddy was going to show up and then they could take this picture of him with these basic, what they want to pretend are underage girls, but they clearly <laughs> all have kids in daycare, um, and get this picture. I'm trying to tell you, Jeff Bailey is a totally <laughs> bitchin' guy. Okay, so Joseph is always flanked by his two nephews, who are his dim-witted henchmen. And after, um, you know, Mr. Rudder gets this picture taken with the two girls without their shirts on um they get a brilliant idea okay cut to the nephews in disguise as hippies i wasn't sure that i mean like i no, got no. that they were supposed to be once hippies they once they started doing their shtick of like peace love but like at first i was like are you supposed to be Serpico and a prostitute? Like, what is going on? Like, who are you supposed it, to be right it, now? You don't look like hippies at all. It is but not yeah. until they walk in and so start much. saying peace, love, no. and all that, that you actually think of them as hippies. But yeah. before they can even get into the arcade, they get stopped by King Vid and the punks outside. King Vid is on a child's bicycle with a basket and says... And a, banana and a banana seat. seat. And, and just really with, with uh, lots of passion says, I want to get me some wheels. Which again, later in the film, just like Chekhov, it will show up with purpose. By the way, do you remember there's that like super underground video store called Vidiots? Is that where is that where this comes from? Is it possible? No, it's not. No, is it possible? No. I mean, Vidiots is not such a punny stretch. No. You know, it's, you know, you don't have to be a genius to come up with Vidiots. I actually but... think that that store probably yeah. existed and this stole it from them. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I, I hope. hope so the nephews, Arnie and Max, while they're yeah. there, because, because here's the thing, they're doing this subterfuge, um, mm -hmm. you know, in disguise there, you know, to spy. All their ideas is to spy. And once just, there, they come up with the idea to steal all the machines because they notice that there's no security. But aha, Eugene overhears them and tells Jeff and Dor Dorfus. Yes. Right? Plot points, yes. Sasha. Plot points. Okay. Major, major moment. So then there's a lot of things that happen at the same time. So this is where I think I got tired of plot too much. So, you know, we may overlap things in the next section. Uh, Eugene and Dorfus break into Rudder's house mm. and the wife is sleeping. Just quaalude Annie. Goo all over her Sound face. asleep. Yeah. At which point Dorfus starts egging Eugene on to have sex with her. To rape her. In yes. her drug-induced coma. Yes. Um, while he watches. Yes. Because then she, in her bizarre drug-induced stupor, is, of course, what's her main issue? She's undersexed. So she reaches out for Eugene's crotch. He can't possibly pull himself away from this. Again, we hear the word manhood, as Dorfus says, assert your manhood on this drugged, sleeping woman who then in her drug-induced state, just starts writhing all over him. Oh, give it to me, baby. Give it to me. I've been waiting oh, so long for this. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, and ooh. then Angry and Daddy comes Angry Daddy in, and it's like Rudder ridiculously derpy as fuck music starts playing as he walks into the room and does not notice that there's another body in the bed Straight up or the noises that like, Straight up gets, gets into, into bed. the bed. Keeps, keeps his back to his wife the whole time, <laughs> ignoring these clear sex noises that she's making. 
does not because they're love because because marriage is that boring doesn't notice the additional body in the bed nor the body heat of an additional body in the bed um and then surface yep farts according to my subtitles it says dwarfus farts wetly (laughs) wetly (laughs) i can't even read it without we need to find this person we need to find. We need person. to find the person. Yeah, yeah. Because he just sure. farts wetly. So Darfus farts wetly, and in the meantime, clearly, like anyone like who has ears would be able to realize that the sound came from across the room. But without looking, he reaches into a drawer for a can of Lysol or some shit, and just starts spraying that shit basically everywhere at his wife. Well, yeah, at his wife, at his wife and tells her that we we find out that she actually has a flashlight issue that that he's been egging her on to see the doctor about poor lady. <laughs> she's on all kinds of quaaludes and she farts and she's undersexed. I mean, fuck. So <laughs> then Dorfus gets the genius idea to liberate his friend by sneaking out of the house, f- farting loudly, wetly and loudly first and then going to the front door. Yes, you're right. Where he rings the doorbell and yep. starts giving some loud, incoherent. No, he, he starts talking in code. He's like, if if I was a friend, I would say, right now's the time to make the break. Time for you know? safety. Right. He's trying yeah. to like yeah. signal to Eugene that it would be fine for him to crawl out of the window over the awning above where he is standing talking to dude. And when he does escape, the guy's still talking to Rudder. Rudder's at the front door. No, and Rudder's yeah. just going like, what do you want here? What do you want? Right. 10, 15 times he just keeps on asking him, what are you doing here? Yeah. What do you want? Um, and and Dorfus is making his excuses. And then Eugene, escaping from the house, falls. After down. having crossed paths with Patsy in oh, yeah. her pajamas. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Who, who, for some reason, instead of like screaming and being like, dude, what the fuck are you doing in my house? She's like, oh, Eugene and mama. <laughs> it's so good. Another moment that elevated this for me. Oh, wow. Elevated. You have used that word so many more times than I thought, like approximately every time more than I thought we ever would for this film. I, okay, film. I, didn't I keep doing it, it again. I should I be taxed every time I say it. <laughs> anyway, taxed. when he does escape, he falls right in front of Rudder off of his roof. <laughs> and Rudder just is like, doesn't say like, why have you been in my house? He just, he doesn't even clock like you know where right. have you come from he's just like now there's two people in front of my house now here's the thing zoom in the meantime rewind do, 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 do. um arnie and max who are the nephews have gone to steal the video games mm. right because yes. there's no security now instead right. of stopping them in the act or being present so they don't steal them jeff and his crew allow them to put all of the video games into the truck then they siphon the gas right and 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 what's amazing is the guy who he who jeff is depending on the most as he refers to as his number one is black dude who still has no name all right you ready number one (laughs) number one he at least gets a number I bet he's in the credits like that. Negro number one, Negro two. I not now. I'm gonna go back and check. Well, no, you, there's no way you're gonna go back and check and rewatch this film. But like I said, you could convince somebody like my brother Mark to rewatch the film and then ask him to check for us because that's the thing about this movie. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna be recommending it to everyone. Like listen to this podcast and then go watch the movie for hey. yourself, or not the film. Dean wants something you feel a lot better about all every artistic choice you've ever made whether you're an artist or not <laughs> I got anyway, a link for you. anyway yeah. so so they go to steal the video games jeff lets them put all of them into the truck siphons the gas from the truck and then when they try to get away right when they try to leave aha there's no gas right at which point they go, 
They both leave to go get gas. And while they're going to get gas, Jeff takes all of his video games out of the van. Yes, he, he so, gets all of his friends to lift a bunch of heavy-ass video games in the time it takes them to walk to get gas, which why? they ran out of gas because He's Derpy like, Cousin 1, Derpy Cousin 1 only put a dollar worths of gas well, in the been, truck, which is hilarious to me because I don't think enough. like any gas station today would allow you to put a dollar into your car. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't even think the pump would click on for a dollar. Um, so that, that was pretty funny been, to that me. That could have been maybe two and a half gallons way back when, because he said very, like, very well not, could have been. We're yeah, not going that far. But the reason that they've run out of gas is because Jeff and his gang have siphoned. Right, it. right, right. But again, why didn't Jeff just stay in the arcade and prevent them to, from taking the video games in the first place? Right. Why didn't Why didn't he just? act like his own security right. we'll never know right. we'll never know um so they all celebrate by having a private by having party um pajama party where they call it's all a bunch of dudes who have moved the stuff in and out of this truck and they're like call your girlfriends tell them to come as they are pj party <laughs> But can I tell you that the girls, for some reason, not all of them, but many of them have the kind of baby doll dress. Yeah. Was that the kind of, because I mean, we were children in, in, um, in the eighties. I think it was, so I think was it in fact like, was like the teenager, preferred nighty. Was you that, had that kind of nighty. We, we had the ones that were like, went all the way from our neck to the ground. I had those weird flannel ones that you would get at like Sears that like clearly were not flame retardant and had like pound puppies printed on them. Yeah. And and, they were itchy as fuck. And they went from your neck to the ground. Yeah. And they to the ground and had sleeves. Yeah. To your wrists. They were horrible. California. It was like, where the fuck did, you know, my mother's Midwestern. And she thought maybe as soon. Yeah. Right. British mom. Like as soon as it occurred to me that I was like, no one's here. I could sleep naked. I was like, fuck this. I don't sleep in clothes. Why do we sleep in clothes? I would wear just one of my brother's t-shirts. But mind you, I kind of like the baby doll 1980s. I think it's cute actually I agree I agree I think it's pretty saying pretty that, cute. Like, 10 of them were wearing that and I was like that's cute I would wear that because actually that was very yeah. cool like it looked like it wasn't too hot anyway right <laughs> and comfy yeah oh gosh so so now when um, Max and Ernie show up with the truck to reveal that it's empty and they're like look what we did uncle yeah. but it's empty yeah yeah and Patsy escapes with Dorfus and um, Eugene and they all make themselves back to the private party um oh god I don't remember what this is but I have a note Pac-Man panties oh I have the same note I have the same note so her name is Candy her name is Candy and Jeff walks up to her at the private party and she's like, Hacha, wanna play Pac-Man? And then she picks up her shirt and like shows him her pussy in her underpants. And he's like, maybe later, Candy. And that, and there's just like, what, why did that happen like that? I don't know what it why is. Why did that, that's, that's, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's the no, note that I have, no Candy, Pac-Man. No, 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 no. It's just her, her, her pussy in her underwear. She just picks it up. And I don't, I don't think Pac-Man's on her underwear even. He, she just splashes her underpants at him. She asks him to play Pac-Man and then picks up her nightie and shows him her pussy inside her for her panties. Just shows her like, the, just, you know, this is my vagina in my panties. Look, Pac-Man. It's a very confusing. Come on. You know, she's trying hard. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. Yeah. All the women really hard. are just available to fuck yeah just that's all that's DTF, it like every yeah. single one of them yep the videos show up but they're not invited yes. to this party to um, everyone that's listening to this by the way the weird noise you're hearing in the background if you can hear it in the background is me cutting fabric because it's covid times and i'm making mess just putting that out there because <laughs> you probably hear like this weird like <laughs> noise I was while i'm cutting okay I was like, trying to do it slowly what? and quietly we're yeah lo- we're low budge too everyone yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we, we still have to live our lives whilst we do this. Um, yeah. Okay. So the videos show up, but they're not invited. 
and then um, to stay at the party, they agree to play for it. So again, because he's so upset, he's so upset at the idea that he. Can- what can we stay? What can we stay? Come on, we'll, we'll be cool. We'll be cool. It's like, dude, what the fuck? It's so weird. Like, what kind of like? Because also, he's also supposed to be like fifteen or sixteen, but clearly looks like he's maybe already done a tour in the army. Yeah, he and like this is just his rebellious punk. Yeah, yeah, like he went to Nam, and this is just his rebellious punk phase. Like that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it looks like. He yeah. spent the seventies in Nam, came back, yeah, became King Vidiot. Yeah. He's clearly a grown ass man that's obsessed with video games. Very weird. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so they play so for they it. Can, so so they the video the King Vid and his videots can stay. They play for their invitation. Jeff again. Jeff mm-hmm. Jeff doesn't play the game. So Dorfus plays in his stead. And um, I don't remember the game that they play, but who really cares? Satan's Hollow. Satan's Hollow. Okay, they play Satan's Hollow. They've got gigantic joysticks, and they start to play. And King Vid is like really going for it, whereas Dorfus is still eating like a bucket of chicken. Like he's not really, mm-hmm. he's not even paying attention yet. He's like, oh, I'm going to yeah. eat chicken, and then he drinks a whole soda. Yeah. And and then we hear the voiceover of. Hurry up! Start gross. Start playing, Dorfus. Dorfus, come on! Play? Come on, Dorfus, come, come on! Come on! He's, come he's on. winning. Can you can you hurry up? Don't eat, don't drink that soda, right? But then he eats a hot dog. He starts playing with his elbow. He does all these things other than play his chin. The game, right? gross. It's all gross. Yeah. And then finally, mm-hmm. Dorfus starts playing. Gets cocky, and he gets yeah. and he starts winning the game. But when he starts playing. He like really goes for it. And at one point he's like, first he's playing normal, like the way you would, you know, I mean, it's a gigantic joystick. So he's like playing normal with his hands. And then he's playing with like his, his head. And at one point he starts tonguing it. And it's just a picture of this gigantic joystick red with this joystick licking it. But it's not like yeah, it's disgusting. Sexy. It's not a woman's no, tongue. No, it's just it's disgusting. Like, it's just gross. I could almost forgive it if it was like this sexual innuendo of like a woman's tongue kind of gracing a joystick. I mean, that would be disgusting in itself. That would be way. on. That would be on brand anyway. But this wasn't. Right? This was just like this really no, it's just like, gross. Like I could make this right now with my my iPhone better than what happened in this film. It was the weirdest, like cut a film that I've ever seen in my life. Like a red tongue mm-hmm. against this joystick. It was really disgusting. Anyway, Dorfus wins. And Eugene explains, explains that Dorfus playing video games is like eating and breathing. This very meaningful monologue yeah. from, from Eugene about how important yeah. video games are to Dorfus. Yeah. Oh my God! And nothing so, can stop him. So Rudder comes again to get Patsy. Rudder seriously shows up like nineteen times to come get Patsy from the video game arcade and threatens yeah. yet again to close the arcade. You've gone too far this time, Jeff Bailey. So, okay. so this time he really means it. He really means he's going to take some action to shut down the video game arcade. So it cuts to a spontaneous demonstration. Um, that has out, been egged on by him to be created by his idiot nephews. Exactly. Turns out we're not in Los Angeles. We're actually in a place called River City. So he wants to get rid of the, the video games in River City. Um, of There's course, trouble in River City, and it starts with V, and that rhymes with what? Video. <laughs> games. <laughs> what happens? Long story short... The guy starts a demonstration against against the the video game arcade, and Jeff and his minions send like call up the reporter and say, "Hey, we've got pictures of Rudder with some naked girls." At which point, Rudder's being interviewed at home, and then, a la hard copy, the reporter is like. What do you have to say about you with underage girls with no shirts? List lascivious pictures of you um, in the video arcade, and you know he shuts it down and then starts this kind of 
you know, black ops, like we're going to trade the picture and then we'll leave your video game arcade alone. I remember like the, <laughs> yeah. this whole thing, yeah. right? Um, Just push, push the game, push the picture over in a bag and we'll, we'll be on our way. Exactly. Um, but in the middle of all this, oh, Jeff. Jeff is just staring longingly at a picture of a pretty girl. And again, yes, just like Chekhov, this picture will become very important in the end. Right. Um, so yeah, Rudder comes in, gets the photos, and literally just takes them, by the way. They, he's, he's like, you need to sign this agreement. And he's like, I'm not signing anything. And then Eugene kind of tries to fight back, but then they just knock Gene over. And Rudder takes the, the pictures away. Like right. It's for, it's for like no reason. Like this big kind of black ops operation turns out to be yeah. Rudder walks in to give me the photo, just nabs the photo. And then yeah. Eugene in his like nerdiness is like, ah, leave him Jeff alone. And then he gets knocked down by Ernie and Max. So bad. It's just so <laughs> then we cut back to the demonstrators oh who God. are now actually inside the video game arcade playing games. And right, King because Vidiot, it's just so addictive. <laughs> now King Vid's inside and he gets really angry that there's old people there because now we've ages. got ages and added to everything. And when he storms out, that's when he runs into Rudder and they join forces. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> so uh, King Vid goes over to Rudder's house, right? And he like, uh -huh. sneaks in through the window. And the guy goes, I told you to come by my office. And he's like, I don't like offices. He's like, well, why don't you come in through the door? I don't like doors. Um, and then he eats a plant. <laughs> and he eats a plant. <laughs> He grabs a house plant and eats it. So he convinces him that, you know, revenge is the is the sweetest Weird. way to get revenge. And he's like, what do you really want? And again, this comes up, wheels. So straight up, this is, again, another scene that sold me on, on the greatness of this film. Um, it's King Vid and it's his minions, uh, the Vidiots. And they're all on baby motorcycles. Yeah. Look, I what are those things? They're like I don't know. They're not. They're baby little crotch wheels. rockets. I don't know what they are. Um, I've like they must have been like before never my time seen in the eighties. Never seen them. Yeah. Never seen them since. Really wish that I would have seen them because they look like a tiny little fun. mini. Yeah, they do. They they look like a way to lose your teeth for sure. Like one of those, you know, before they like try to protect us from everything. They look like one of those ways that you could like easily end up like maimed, but with a cool story so from King, your childhood in the eighties. King Vidiot's like on this with the Vidiots and they're on these these tiny motorcycles and he's crying out, Wheels, wheels. He's really excited. And then um you know, violence erupts as they drive the motorcycles inside of the video yeah. game arcade. Um, yeah, because that's totally just a thing you'd do. And well, I mean, well, this you would just is, do this that. The Hellions. I mean, they're punk rock. They're punk rock. Well, the thing is, is Rudder is like, you know, I need you to go in there and create a ruckus, and then you know, he doesn't use these these terms, of course. Ruckus. He says, he says you need to go in there and and cause some trouble. And King Vid is like, I always cause trouble when I go in there. He's like, but this time it's gonna I be real trouble. big. So that that you know is why the motorcycles make an appearance because that's like the the big bad. So then there's an emergency meeting. Um, and the mayor's there, and there's like a mock trial of some kind <laughs> that takes place um, in order to determine whether or not the video art. Cade, um will be oh this down. like very john waters small town meeting yes it's so that's very john watersy the whole thing like oh, don't even um like the nurse yeah the nurse though like the way she is where she's just like these video games are you know 
a menace joysticks and she's a menace and she's doing the they have to hold the stick and they move it and they do this and she's doing the jerk off motion with her hands around the stick and then this is where we have our imaginary sequences so first rudder explains why the video games are havens for filth and anti-social um behavior and cut to yeah like Jeff walks in this with bizarre dominatrixes, sex fantasy starring wishes. his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sex uh, fantasy starring his own daughter. There's yeah. like mud wrestling, mud wrestling, <laughs> women on leashes, um, women waiting in line to like molest Eugene. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, Half naked women and then, gyrating on games and there's a eating s- food off of Dorfus. There's a s- sign that's like shaped as a penis. Like go this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after after Rudder gets to explain his you know his version of what the video game ar- arcade game is, Jeff takes the stand and he has an imaginary sequence where everyone's in white. Jeff is holding a baby. Some like Eugene yeah. says, "I like milk." And it's all angelic. Yeah, it's still yeah, it's still like this angel versus devil kind of analogy but it's still filled with double entendre and boob jokes exactly patsy is called to the stand and she does her valley girl squeaky voice and she um, that's the only place where kids can like hang out it's the only place where we can like have good clean fun the whole thing ends of course chef is a bitching guy (laughs) the whole thing ends of course when um they show a picture of Rudder with the naked women because, of course, there was more than one copy. Of course. Of course. So the video guide uh, wins because actually no laws have been broken. And then I don't know how this happens. Even though they've, they've won, they have to have another moment where they're going to settle this by playing a video game. Um, and it's going to be yeah. King Vid against Dorfus again. Right? right. And and King Vid is of course standing in for Rudder and, and Dorfus for, for Jeff, right? Because Jeff doesn't play video games. Don't then play the Sasha, games, man. guess what happens? Dorfus what doesn't happens, show up. He doesn't show up. Mm-mm. Why? Because the doofus cousins have abducted this giant fat boy. These two ridiculous idiots somehow managed to, well, I guess they lured him with hot dogs because that's what Eugene says, right? Like the, the hot dog guy hasn't seen him since yesterday. Something's got to be wrong. <laughs> oh, God. So, so Jeff's talking and he's like, I can't play because they make me physically ill. And then there's a flashback. And I don't know, Sasha, which one of us is, go- is allowed to share what happens okay so apparently jeff bailey who's like such a bitchin guy in truth is like this big nerd virgin whose grandfather bought a video arcade and he had this awesome girlfriend and they would come there and they would play the games all the time and then one day it got really romantic and they did it right there in front of the games when they do have sex for the first time, it is all the video games, like in a semicircle, decorated circle around them with white candles yeah. burning yes. bright. And they are Thank in you. the center of the video games is a mattress on the floor. To the candles. glow of pole position and Donkey Kong, they lost their virginities to each other right there on Every- the besotten, disgusting, like roller rink style carpet you know it's like it's red it's yellow it's green it's purple triangles it's got nine thousand gallons of slushy in it and like seven million french fries ground into it oh it's so gross they're fucking right there that's where they're fucking right there and it was this amazing romantic occasion until her dad shows up breaks up the scene drags her away and the way he knew that her dad was there was he saw his reflection in the screen of one of the games and now every time he plays a game all he can think is his is seeing the face of his lost love's father oh my god sasha there's so many things that you missed so like there's there's a shot in forgive me (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) actually there's only one thing that you missed that's important while they're making love 
they've got a tit to tit making moment love where it's oh, yeah. her tit and his nipple well that's what it is it's just it's just boobs pressing it's just there's no sex it's just pressing of boobs so like that's as far as this like they could go for the rating boobs can press but no hands can touch boobs so then we get a montage right where where jeff starts kind of working out like training montage um in five minutes he can get into he gets game ready yeah he tells him the whole story about him and sandy and being making love for the first time being caught by them by his father then they start kind of doing like push-ups and and sit-ups and and getting their head into the game and it's supposed to be 15 minutes but it's like a week yeah footage yeah this is like everything just slows down pretty much at the as soon as that news interview takes place before the protest the whole film just starts to get very very slow very slow even though things are happening that are supposed to be important from that point on it's just like man get can we get a fart joke (laughs) get this like they start playing a game called super pack um, Jeff Bailey, though, has PTSD from the whole Sandy situation, just begins fucking up. Dorfus is tied up with Max and Ernie. Um, Vivian, who is Rudder's wife, wakes up and just wants to bone. I mean, has she been asleep this whole time? Yeah, by and the way. Dorfus is uh, being yeah. kept right. at Rudder's house. And right. Vivian and wakes she up. Gets, and when she wakes he up, he farts, and that's what wakes her. That's what wakes her, right? Is his fart. And then she's asked for a fart and joke, Sasha. And there you go. D to B down to bone. And Dorfus gets free by telling Vivian that he'll come back with even more young men. That's what he tells her. I will bring even right. more young men to you. Oh my God. Oh my God. So King Vid, again, he, he, he's so cocky. He quits while he's ahead and he just stops playing, but they don't really explain how you can stop playing a video game and like win and think you're gonna win yeah so jeff bailey though you know dorfus shows up and he's like you know hand me the joystick i'll I'll finish it but no jeff bailey has to finish himself so he can face his problems and overcome it um the mayor who showed up to play video games loves it um you know he's just addicted and rudder sees him on his way out and he and he goes over and he's like mayor you need to shut down this place again and the mayor just says fuck off to rudder i think he actually Uh says fuck off yeah it's my new favorite place what the fuck's wrong with you bro exactly and then we get patsy's another great patsy line which i should have you read it Uh, why can't my daddy be like everyone else and stay home and barbecue i did not understand that i'm telling you i think that you have some like magical way to understand her because you're from the valley (laughs) i didn't understand i never caught that line i never understood it Oh Never understood. God. I didn't understand half of what she said throughout this entire film. Okay, well, film. Yeah. I owe someone a quarter. God, and then and then two last disgusting things happens. Grandpa George wheels in, uh, bringing yes. Sandy. Sandy and Jeff reunite. Then turns out Grandpa George is just as disgusting as everyone and fills up his nurse. Yeah, and then yeah, and then the film, Sasha, and I will call it a film. I will pay a quarter. And I would call it a film. Right. Eugene is, is at a hotel where. Oh, Dorfus, God. Dorfus yeah. Has, my brain just wouldn't yes. take. Yeah. Dorfus has has um, Dorfus has has upheld his side of the bargain and brought Vivian. Yes. Eugene, another young man. Yeah. And and that is the end. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. That's it. yeah that happened to us you want to bleach your eyeballs you can't like really accept that that just happened yeah that that just happened bleach my eyes with Mm -hmm. scour pads iron scour pads yeah so basically this is the complete like in your face version of everything that was wrong with films in the 80s there it is right there Boobs, 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 and feathered hair. So much boobs I'll and feathered hair. That's one of my notes somewhere. So much boobs and feathered hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you this. I, I do slightly believe that this movie is so bad. It's it's worth a watch just to be like, whoa.
I'll ask you. Okay, so it's okay. Joysticks. Mm-hmm. The Joy Luck Club. Oh. Or anything with Liam Neeson. What would you watch? Shit. Oh wow, that's hard. Okay. Um, Joysticks, the Joy Luck Club, or anything with Liam Neeson. Okay. Oh uh, God. So like I would want to watch something with Liam Neeson because Joy Luck Club just feels like it would be like so much attention. It would like need so much attention and it would be some kind of downer because isn't there like a dead baby in a bathtub or something? Doesn't oh, something, shit. there's no baby drowning in a bathtub. Something fucked up happens. And like, I was like, I don't know if I'd be ready for that. So I, in order, if I was like on a flight to your house, because I would have like probably enough time, right? I would probably start with the joy luck club because i'd be trying to like keep my street cred alive like i wouldn't want anybody that's walking by to see what's on the tiny screen and be like that bitch chose joysticks <laughs> over the joy luck club <laughs> and anything with liam neeson so i would start there and then when everybody fell asleep because i wouldn't like have the energy for a liam neeson movie that's when i would watch joysticks fall asleep probably at the exact same point and then like finish the flight with something from Liam Neeson. So I would watch it reluctantly only because I don't like violent films and I would need something to like erase the heaviness of the joy luck club. That would be why I would watch it, but it wouldn't be my first choice. I would watch the joy luck club and I would then watch the joy luck club again. I love the joy luck club. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so very much for listening to Eating After Midnight. Sasha and I still don't have a website, but you can follow us on Instagram at Eating After Midnight Podcast. Send us a DM with any comments, questions, complaints, or requests for future reviews. We'd love to hear from you. And like, totally see you later, okay? <laughs>